and welcome to the sixth episode of Tractor Girls Talk, the uh, Ipswich Town Women's Podcast, where we talk all things town, but the girls. Um, you're joined, as usual, by me, Katie Sandals, the women's football columnist for the East Anglian Daily Times and the Ipswich Star, and photographer extraordinaire, Ross Halls. How are you doing, Ross? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. It's been a while since we had a little chat. We were plugging these out, putting them out week in, week out, but then we had a little break, but because... You know, we deserve the break, but um, it's good to be back. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've, I've, I think we both had little holidays. We've had nice breaks and yeah, we're ready and ready to get. And there's so much to talk about, Ross. We are just days yeah. away from the start of the season. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's it's dragged a little bit, I have to admit, because the women's team have only had two pre-season games. Of course, the men, they've kicked off their season. They had all those pre-season games. And, um, but I'm excited for the first league game of the season. Bring it on. Bring it on indeed. Um, so let's just have like a quick rundown of what we're going to be looking at uh, today. Um, we've got a couple of new signings. The girls haven't been quite as prolific as the lads in signing new players, <laughs> but we've got a couple yeah. to talk about. Um, a f- bit more news on those pro deals. Town is now stacked with professional players. We'll have a chat about who exactly is on that list these days. Um, there's a new captain uh, for the Tractor Girls, uh, obviously with Amanda leaving at the end of last season, needing a new captain. Uh, we've got a bit more on that later. Uh, we talk a bit. You were talking there, Ross, about those pre-season games. Uh, you and I were at their final pre-season friendly at the weekend against Wolves. Uh, a few thoughts from that, uh, and then we'll have a look forward to this uh, this weekend's opening game against Hounslow. Yes, lots well, to um, Yeah, let, let's bring it on then. Um, of course, we always say on the main pod the sexy stuff. We'll have to maybe think of a different name, but um, signings always revs everyone's engine, don't they? Everyone looks forward to new signings. And as you said, yeah. the, the women's team haven't been as prolific as the men, but two very good signings in the door. Yeah, so obviously we, we spoke a few weeks ago uh, about Liv Smith, uh, the first uh, Tractor Girl signing of this of this uh, summer break. But there were two more last week uh, in the form of two former London Bees players, uh, Sarah Quantrill, and Bonnie Horwood. We're going to get her name, surname right today, aren't we, Ross? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't yeah. know why I keep saying Harewood. I think it's just linked to, as you said, Barney Harewood and Marlon Harewood, the striker. <laughs> um, but um, I'm sure I'll make sure. I'll just call her Bonnie and Sarah. Just Bonnie and Sarah. I'll just call Apologies. Her. Apologies for that one. But um, yeah, so so two very experienced players. They Obviously, we were talking for a while that Tam must have been looking for a new goalkeeper. They found it uh, in the safe hands of Sarah Quantrill. Um she she is a player with a ton of experience. I think but looking at both of them, that their CVs, just something else, Ross. Yeah, and I think that's one position, one, one area that Joe has been looking at, is getting experience in. And as you mentioned, the goalkeeper, you know, Nikita Ronacles left last year, Lucy Wilmerson left last year as well. So we've been needing a goalkeeper, an experienced goalkeeper. And uh, Sarah is that. Although, a little fun fact about Sarah, Apparently, um, she used to be called Julie because that's what they thought her name was. And that's what Liv Smith, of course, the, the other player who played for London Bees as well, um, she sort of that, brought that funny story up that apparently uh, players used to call her Julie because they didn't know her name was Sarah. So uh, we're going to make sure her name is Sarah. So, um, yeah, Sarah, <laughs> don't worry about it. We're going to call you Sarah. Don't worry. I love those kind of urban legends that just appear around these players. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so Sarah Quantrill, of course, began her career at Arsenal. I uh, went through the Gunners Academy and she's won the FA Cup for us at the end of the 2010-2011 season. Been to Chelsea, uh, moved to Liverpool. You know, this is this is Super League 
quality all over. And of course, played for, for the likes of Bees and uh, Millwall Lionesses as well in that sort of championship second uh, tier as well. So yeah, incredible experience. 133 appearances across Super League and Women's Championship clubs. Those are those are two top tier sides, uh, top tier, top tiers. So um, yeah, I mean, just incredible that Town can sign a player of her experience and her standard. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've, I've only been able to watch her in two games um, and then also in training and straight away, you just show that, that experience that she has. And, um, you know, we could be getting a lot of clean sheets this year. So um, well, I'm just going to touch wood on that. I don't want to jinx it, but I think she's going to be <laughs> definitely a key that, you know, that you want that spine in the team, don't you? you want the goalkeeper and then the midfield defense. Oh, I think she's going to be fantastic. And um, she's proven that she's definitely been a great signer. I was going to say that the what I saw of her on on Sunday was very encouraging. Um, I thought she's quite no, she's quite vocal. I think yep. I've got that written down. Vocal, which is obviously very different to Joey's quite quiet. But uh, Sarah is very vocal at the back, which is uh, a good a good uh, good sort of mix there. Um, and then obviously uh, super signing number two, uh, same day it was a double signing. Um, was Bonnie, of course. Um, Bonnie, like Sarah, um, has. A, a ton of experience just, just re reeling off some of the sides she's played for like Reading um the likes of Notts County Watford yeah Millwall uh London Bees obviously where she where she's joined from this time she's got a, a ton of experience 130 appearances across women's super league and championship sides yeah, just another player who's bringing that quality in the midfield in this case. Um, yeah, just 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 great that Town can be bringing across all this experience. And it's a very different signing to normal because normally we're used to you know young younger players, uh, maybe mm. inexperienced players, but very talented players. But Bonnie, um, I won't say her name. I think that's very ungentle me or me if I say a player's name, um, na age. She's thirty four, <laughs> but. Um, experienced, I said it anyway. Um, very experienced, and you know, as you said, you rattled out their names, the teams she's played for, uh, proves how quality she is. Once again, I've seen her in some of the games we've played in pre season, you know, once again, have a vocal player. And a uh, little fun fact number two so I brought the fun fact about Sarah, fun fact about uh, Bonnie is that she's a postwoman as a, um, a, a job outside of football. <laughs> so um, there we go. Well, I'm sure she'll be delivering for town uh, this Ooh. season. Um, but I think it says something also about town as well as, uh, you know, obviously it's great that these players are so experienced, have got such big clubs, you know, in their history. I know Joe's obviously very in the moment. That's what he said before. He doesn't care about what's gone on in the past. But I think it says something about town that they're able to attract these players that have played higher tier, that have played for these, you know, big clubs, as it were. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the the word of what Town has been doing over the past few years, I mean, we've seen with kind of the exposure that's been going on that, you know, it is attracting the, these incredible players. You know, t Town have these ambitions to go far, um, that they've built up this quality squad behind them and that they've got this strong leadership in Joe. Um, it's great to see that that's, that word is getting up to those higher leagues. You know, we've seen those approaches for some of Town's younger players um so yeah it's just it's great to hear that that kind of town message is, is is getting out there really yeah yeah definitely and you know joe has got his connections he he knows different coaches different players and all around and um, i'm sure 
we'll see that in, in seasons to come. You know, players who sign for us, they probably have got connections like, say, like London Bees. Currently, we've signed all the London Bees players, you know, <laughs> with Bonnie and Sarah. And um, we're going to go on to, you know, Blue being named the captain in a bit. But Sarah's got that, you know, captain experience as well. You know, she's mm. at London Bees. I'm sure Bonnie's got that as well. So, they're going to be great voices in that dressing room going into tier three. All these players have never played tier three football before, but Bonnie and Sarah played at the highest level they can play. So they'll give that voice that, that extra helping hand for the players who are going to be playing tier three football for the first time. So, yeah. Fantastic. Um, so those are the new signings. Um, so, but while Town ha- haven't made that many signings, they have been signing up their best players on pro contracts. Um, they started with Sophie Peskett. Um, who got three distinctions in her BTEX this week. Um, my colleague wrote about her. Fantastic news for her. I know all of the town girls did pretty well this week in their uh, exams, which is great to hear. Um, but uh, there's quite a list of new players who be, who've joined that uh, sort of established list of pro deals, uh, Ross. What, you're going to get me to rattle them all out? <laughs> yes, I am. That's what you're here um, for, Ross. Rattle. Okay, well, bear with me, bear with me. I'm going to do it in... The most recent order because I'm I'm very unprepared for this. So of course the recent one. Um, as a recording on this Thursday, Natasha Thomas, um, has signed the final pro deal of this season, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, Blue Wilson, um, who signed for Man City a couple of years ago, I'm sure that was a a dream for her to sign a professional deal at some point, and she's done it at the club. Um, and she's now the captain. Zoe Barrett, um, recently won her first England cap. Uh, what what level was that again? What, my, under, my 19. under nineteen. Under nineteen. Um, and then after that is Maddie Biggs. Um, once again, famous for that hat trick. I'm sure she's going to make more memories, more history making moments. Um, she won't be known as the 16 year old kid scoring the hat trick. She, I'm sure, she'll be making many great <laughs> um, stuff. The next person is, of course, Abby Lafayette. Who, um, well. I've been a big fan of her. I think she's a, a fantastic player in that midfield. Um, and she's another player that definitely deserves a pro contract. Then you've got the uh, terrible twins, they call them. Uh, Anna Gray and Eloise King, um, two fantastic players as well um, and definitely deserve those contracts. Of course, EK, she's a, a big town fan as well. So for her to sign a pro deal, it was a great when when she became that pro, when it got announced, a picture of her when she was a younger so now oh. it's just just oh that's just a brilliant a nice touch <laughs> I thought, um, very, and then as you mentioned Paige Peak and also So Pescott signed them so some great there and of course Sarah the, the new goalkeeper she's also signed a pro deal as well so yeah absolutely um, I think that's ten players now I think I've got that right it's, yeah it's I I'm not sure about your maths uh, I write words I don't count them <laughs> so no that's no. that's not true um, but it, it's great that Town have got that investment that they are able to to bring so many players you know from from players who are very well established in the club like Tash Thomas to those younger players to to you know new signings coming in and it's something they can offer to bring that talent across um which it's it's so good to see it's so good to see and I think it's it's real belief in in the process that has been going on at town over the past few years Definitely. And um, I want to say, quickly mention, you know, Natasha Thomas, because the other players all come for the, through the academy, mm. um, you know, from the WSL Academy. Um, and, you know, Tash, she signed from Lowestoft back in 2015. She went through grassroots football and, you know, her dream was to become a professional footballer. I'm going to sing now, right now, and, and Katie's probably going to cringe, but start from the bottom, now we're here. You know, oh. you know that's, the, that's the regular football song. 
Um, you know, she started from the bottom and now she's here, professional footballer at Ipswich Town. And um, we're going to be previewing the first game of the season against Hounslow, but she's one away from that 100th goal. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll be able to chat about that and uh, say she got it um, in the opening game or you, know, you never know when she's going to hit it. But um, big congrats to all the players. Uh, I think they all deserve it. And um, it's a fantastic step for the club. A very ambitious move from them. And uh, yeah, congratulations to all of them. Yeah, absolutely. It's like you say, it's so fantastic to see, um, you know, for, for girls wanting to get in the game and not showing whether it's going to be something that will necessarily, you know, pay well as a job. There, to be able to see that like a local club is playing, paying players. It's just, yeah, it's ideal. It really is. Fantastic. So let's move on then to um, the big news for Blue. Apart from signing that pro deal, she's now the new captain of Ipswich Town Women this season. Yeah, Skip. I'm, uh, I've, I think I've named so many players Skip through the years covering the women's <laughs> side. You know, I first had, or well, I missed the Amanda Crump season before she got uh, had her first baby. So um, Amy Harrison was my first skipper, um, mm-hmm. Amos. So I used to always call her Skip. And then when Amanda came in, it was sort of like, who do I call Skip now? Because Amanda's <laughs> back. Uh, then Amanda came Skipper. And then, of course, last year, Eva Hubbard was the, the Skipper. Um, and now Blue Wilson is. So Blue Wilson's my new Skip, uh, the new Skip for the women's side. <laughs> um, I think well-deserved. Um, she is a, a fantastic player, first and foremost. But also, she's a fantastic, you know, leader on the pitch. You know, she's got her standards, high standards. Mm. And um, you know the players voted for it, the staff voted for it, and um, she's the new skipper of Ipswich Town Women from a pro deal to a skipper. Uh, a big season for her, and um, yeah, congratulations to her. I just, I, 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 I know it sounds silly, but I do love the fact that Ipswich Town Women's captain is called Blue. Yeah, yeah. It's, blue it's one of those blue. things. Yeah. Blue is a blue. That I remember. That was uh, what we were all saying when she signed. Yeah. Um, but. I, I I just I don't know. There's some some sort of cogs in the universe that have come together to allow Blue to be the captain of, of Ipswich Town. I just think it's poetically brilliant, um, but it's well deserved as well. She's been a real standout player in you know since she's like you say signed from Manchester City. Um, she's proved sort of integral to the side, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's well deserved. Yeah, definitely, and of course, you know the whole team they've got a. A group of leaders really there's other mm. players we already mentioned bonnie sarah you know Paige peak he's now a leader i'm sure eva will be that other leader on the pitch like even liv smith the new sign i think she she's very vocal as well and there's many, many different players i think we'll be able to you know if hopefully blue doesn't get injured i've jinxed it now i'm sorry blue but um if she does you know miss a game or something i'm sure someone else will be able to step in and become that captain but um Oh, I'm just, yeah, I'm buzzing for Blue and I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic season for her and uh, hopefully she can get some goals as well. She's only scored one goal so far. It was a, a decent finish against Kent, but hopefully some goals for her as well. Absolutely. So congratulations uh, to Blue. Um, moving on then, pre-season was, uh, was pretty short, like you said, you know, a lot of clubs have struggled uh, with sorting out pre-season fixtures because, you know, something called COVID... What, what's yeah. that about what's that about um but um yeah it, it's been tough it's been tough for all clubs i think men's women's everybody um but what we did get was uh the return of the tractor girls to the gold star ground on sunday which just incredible i guess t- to be home yeah because it's been 
I can't remember. It was, it was at least last year, you know, maybe mm. December or October. To, I don't know. It's it's too long to even remember the date and the, the game, but it was great to have fans back in the stadium. It was, I think, over 200 fans in the ground. 210 was the official attendance. So that is fantastic. Um, you know, we had the opening game for the men's team on the Saturday and then Sunday, trip down the Felix. So thankfully the weather stayed dry for most of it. Just, um, I was just very fearing. Yeah. Apps, the heavens absolutely opened as soon as I got under uh, uh, under the sort of uh, shelter at Felix Stowe Station. Yeah. I was like, thank goodness <laughs> we yeah, got thank, back here. Yeah. Um, it was threatening, but it was great to see that lots of fans turned out, some of them rather vocal at times. Um, I know the big flags uh, were back up again, which is great to see. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a pr- quite a nice atmosphere down there. Lots of families down there. With uh, I heard one dad say to his daughter then, oh, oh, you know, she was quite young, and I think she was wearing a uh, Luka Modric shirt. It's like, what do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think she was too busy climbing on the tables to watch the game, but um, yeah. and it's nice to see that you know it's somewhere that that families are coming down to to watch the game. There were a few travelling fans as well, actually, or or Wolves fans. We couldn't couldn't. We were talking about this. We were wondering if they yeah. had travelled all the way from from uh, Wolverhampton, but it was nice to see some uh, opposition fans as well. Yeah, I think that's always good, isn't it? And um, a little cheeky fact as well. Another fun fact, number three. You followed them today. You followed them today. Yeah, had a nice cheeseburger before the game. I was hungry. <laughs> Uh, because it was also our media day, um, you know, with the players that had their headshots and stuff. We had that at the training ground in the morning and then we rushed off back to Felix Stowe for the game. And um, I just, I felt peckish. So I went, you know what, I'm going to buy a burger. Don't tell the players, they'll not be happy if I'm eating a burger or they're going to go and, you know, play 90 minutes of football. But um, I'll bring you regular updates on what I eat at games if you fancy it, uh, listeners. And Kate, if you fancy it, I'll, I'll bring it as a regular feature. What did Ross eat? At the game. What did Ross eat? Okay, well then you've got to let us know which game, which grounds have the better food. Yeah. We, you know, this is a new, this is a new league. We we need to know where's best to eat. So you're saying, you know, when when the players are at home, when we're at Gold Star, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, or oh, cheesy chips are nice. Um, the chicken burgers, like fa- luckily I am because I'm part of the the staff. Very, very, very posh of me. Um, I um, sometimes get I get food after the game, so it's normally pretty decent. We normally get a chicken burger, um, and um, I'm looking forward to the away teams. Yeah, as you said, away grounds. I'm I'm hoping they will put on good after game food as well. So we'll have to wait and see what they have in store for us because some grounds have not been that great. But um, we'll wait and see. Of course, also the men's team. uh, I think Wickham Wickham Wanderers is the one that stands out. A lovely lasagna they did one year. So. I'll have to see who can top that. I was trying to think where's the best place I've eaten. I mean, I've been to Wembley. We've been to Wembley a couple of times. Uh, well, I've been twice. You've been once. Less said about that, the better. Um, you're still sore about that one. But um, they have some pretty good food there. It was, Yeah, it was all hot food as well being served like straight to you. I was like, I could get used to this. Although I think I missed that because I was pitch side. Did so you went pitch side? Did you not get the food? Oh, I think I, got, I, think I got maybe some chocolate or it was some. There were some pastries maybe, but I can't oh, complain about that. Because we had hot food, hot food upstairs. We needed yeah, it. It, it was freezing, uh, but yeah. it was uh, it was great. <laughs> um, but yes, Ross's roundup of food. Um, it'd be interesting then to to find out. Uh, what what you're going to be eating at Hounslow? So do let us know. Um, but j- just a couple of thoughts on that on that Wolves game. Great to see the girls out in the new Ed Sheeran uh, shirts. I thought they looked very very smart actually. Yeah, I think um, 
you know, it's it's blue. It does what it says on the tin, but I do like it. I think it is definitely smart. And um, of course, you know, for the first league game of the season, they're going to have the name and number on the shirt as well. I'm sure that's going to look. It's going to be thank you NHS on it as well. Um, it's going to look very smart against Hounslow. Um, and of course, they'll also wear the away kit at some at some point, which is very clean and basic the white kit. But I do like it. But um, no, the Wolves game it was very competitive. You know, they yeah. they've just been promoted to their uh, northern section of our. Yeah, tiers, I was going to say to anybody who doesn't know, they they've pretty much done exactly the same as Town, but they're classed in the northern division. They must be one of the most southerly teams in the northern division because we play Oxford, who are in the southern division, and they're not a million miles away. Um, so, yeah, they play Women's Northern Premier, so they've done exactly the same as Town. So it was a good matchup um, on paper and uh, I'd say, you know, in person. It was a great one for the fans. Yeah, was, yeah a lot of chances. Um, yeah. Everyone got, got minutes that they needed to. Um, no niggles or anything like that, I don't think. I don't think there's any knocks, so that's, that's good to see. Um, and it's just nice that they can get a game because you know they only played Harlow previously. You know, unfortunately, mm. the Cambridge game, COVID sort of you know ruined that one. Um, and that just it's just part and parcel of preseason. Unfortunately, definitely these current times, you've seen yeah. it in the men's game. You know, a lot of games been called off because of COVID. But um, it's good that they were able to get this game sorted and over a line. They were able to finish their preseason with a good ninety minutes heading into the first league game. So yeah, I think Joe would probably be happy with that game. And then talking about that first league game then, so <clears throat> it's uh, uncharted territory for the Tractor Girls. First game, Women's uh, National League Southern Division. Uh, so obviously uh, this weekend, first game of the season is against Hounslow. Uh, so we're in the uh, Women's National League Division South. First game, Hounslow away. Hounslow, uh, also known as the Tridents. Um, Ross, they did not have a very uh, good record last mm. season. They only played eight games, which, you know, pretty standard, pretty standard, um, all these curtailments and such forth, but they lost every single game. Yeah, I'm bringing up the table now from last year, and, uh, of course, they finished bottom, obviously. Um, yeah. 42 goals conceded. Uh, didn't, they didn't score a single goal. Um, so I'm sure their current form, I don't, I don't know what the current form in pre-season is, but... I'm sure that's going to be not not a great going into this season, um, struggling that way. Um, you know, they've been lucky that they're able to not get relegated, but because of the the current situation. But I think they're going to have a tough season. Um, mm. You can sort of say, is that the perfect game to start the season off with? But also, it can be one of those tricky ones as well. You just never know. Um, but I'm sure the players are up for it, and um, you know, it could be lots of goals in this one. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, they're an unknown quantity. To town, it's not a, a not a team they're familiar with. Um, I don't. In terms of what you were saying there about whether it's a good matchup or not, um, it could lead, to, you know, possibly leave fans and you know and players to a, a certain extent into a false sense of security. If they get a big win against Hounslow, I think you need to sort of temper that with caution because they, you know, their their season record from last season is not very good. So, you know, we, we don't want to uh, get on uh, a high horse and thinking town are going to run away with the league and it not happen because we, we've uh, we've lived through that in the, the men's game before and we don't want to do that again. No, no. Uh, of course, it's, it's a whole different level to what we expect with the men's team, you know, for oh, yeah. them to get relegated to, to League One, you know, for the first time since the 50s. And, you know, a lot of people were 
saying, you know, HMS pissed the league 100 points, 100 goals. And, uh, I blame Mark for, Keith for that one. Yeah. Squarely at his door. Yeah, two seasons <laughs> row, we just fa- fa- just failed. Um, yeah. Of course, this year is, you know, once again, big ambitions of all the signings been made. But um, with the women's side, you know, of course, the club's got ambitions of, you know, winning promotion, but I'm, I'm sure they're going to be cautious as well. You know, I don't think they're going to think we're going to run away with the league. There's some other strong sides mm. in this division. Um, you know, Portsmouth, who we played, Southampton, you know, that they're, they're, they're going to be really tough games. I think even Gillingham, you know, Plymouth could be up. You just, MK Dons, it's, you know, there's some big names in this league and um, we've not been able to play any of these before. So it will be very interesting. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm very cynical um, as I have been uh, as a supporter for, for, for the town side. Um, of course, the women's side, that's been my, my sort of, break from the rubbish of the men's i've been able to enjoy the women's setup and uh you know i'm sure we're gonna have a good season um but yeah i'm gonna be a bit cautious early doors even if we do win eight nil whatever against Hounslow, you've got to be a go okay great to start the season off yeah. with a big win but still a long way to go you know take it with a pinch of salt i think based on their yeah. former season so just sort of uh, for context looking at those teams then from last season and how they were looking obviously with COVID and everything it froze a bit bit out of uh, Kielter, a team that obviously won that league and got promoted and no longer in the lead uh, are Watford. Um, they're looking like a good uh, a good setup there. Um, Oxford was second, having won six games and only lost one, uh, followed by Portsmouth. At the other end of the table, like you said, Hounslow had a minus 42 goal difference. Jeez Louise. Plymouth had a oh. 40 goal difference. 40 goals conceded. They um, also lost all of their games, but Hounslow had played one more at the time of Catalman. Cont- do, do I say Plymouth will be up there? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll, re- I'll retake that. I think I may be thinking of the men's side. I'll, I'll put yeah, I was going to say Plymouth horses. and Gillingham were both towards the end. And uh, oh. Town's, obviously, Town's second game of the season is against Keensham back at, um, mm. back at the Gold Star. Oh. Yeah. Keenshan didn't do particularly well either. They played seven games, won two, lost five, goal difference of two. So n- not quite as bad, but um, I think we're, we're, we're possibly looking for more of the Oxfords, the Portsmouths and the MK Dons for, for yeah. games that might be a little bit tougher based on last season's form. But like we said, you know, some of those teams barely got a foot in the door. Uh, Cardiff only played four games last season. So, um, you know, COVID throw that throws things around and I think it probably still will until you know for the foreseeable future but interesting to look at that table and see how those teams were doing and you know where where town might slot in among them yeah and as we said a lot of traveling this year um (laughs) but I'm sure some of our players are are looking forward to the overnights you know whenever we do overnight because I know I think that's a good bonding session for the players as well to get to know each other a bit Mm. more um it's good that they've been able to train more now they're training full-time pretty much um so that, and once again you know the these just another big experience for the players playing a different tier playing different players um mm. but i'm excited and i'm sure they're going to be excited and not not too long a trip for you this weekend then uh, just down to Hounslow. yeah not too bad you know i've got i've got burton for the men on the saturday away and then uh Hounslow, not too far away i think that's a coach journey as well but um it's going to be a good weekend of football. I'm looking forward to it. And um, yeah, if, if any listeners uh, who are listening, who are going to go to both games, enjoy. And um, yeah, hopefully two wins for both sides. 
Absolutely. That would be the ideal this weekend. So, yeah, just to confirm, uh, it's Hounslow this weekend away. Uh, first game of the season back home at the uh, at the Gold Star is the weekend after against Keensham. Um, if you are heading down, um, yeah, make the most of it. Say say hi to Ross this weekend. See see what food he's eating. See if he can give you a recommendation, as it were. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's been a big pod today, Ross. Plenty yes. to discuss. Obviously, uh, we'll have the uh, next uh, the first game of the season uh, next week. So uh, fingers crossed, all goes well there. But it's been uh, nice to catch up and uh, you know talk about all that town news. And there's been so much of it. Yeah, it's been a busy, busy few weeks. It's been great to catch up and talk about it. And um, the good thing is the season is finally here. Uh, bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go indeed. Uh, we'll be back uh, talking about that first game of the season next week. Um, thank you so much uh, for your continued support. Uh, you can find us on Twitter in the usual places. I am at Katie Sandals with a Y and two L's because I like to make my life difficult. And um, yeah, Ross Media UK, Kings of Anglia on all the socials as well. And I'm sure we'll be covering the game. And uh, yeah, say hello and uh, buy me some food if you fancy. You're getting our <laughs> listeners to buy you food. What you like? <laughs> um, I'm cheeky. I'm a cheeky boy. Yeah. And on that note, uh, thanks, uh, thanks to everyone for listening today. And we'll speak. Uh, we'll speak with you soon. From true crime to football, Brexit to football, more great podcasts from Archon. Head to audioboom.com/channel/archon. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.